Hello everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Bitcoin Noise Show. Today is January the 17th, 2021. All right. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. We're going to talk about that. Uncensorable. We're going to talk about that. This game is not rigged. We'll probably talk about that. Compete, don't complain. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. I'm offended by selling five-digit realm. Hello, my elite friends. I'm on the backup channel right now because this show, it's the Bitcoin noise show, and we'll talk a little bit beyond Bitcoin at the end. And the way YouTube's been lately, I don't even want to risk my main channel. We're just going to lay it all out here on the backup channel. So if you've got questions, I got answers. Type in Proud Zionist Jew. Get my attention to ask uh, questions somehow. You can't do a super chat on this channel, but hey, you can contribute to whatever way you want to. It's, everything is linked to below. Everything I talk about will eventually be linked to below. If you're listening to this at sportsmeister.com, you don't even know the difference that this is on my uh on my backup channel in the video land. Oh, I'm all over the place on BitChute. It's been hard to upload to BitChute lately. Uh, I got a lot more subscribers there, but things are slowing down there because I guess it's, it's getting more popular. That's that's a good sign. So what do we have here? Yes, a Watch Friday show, Surfer Jim, Brandon Quinton, and Pirate Beach Bum were on. Yesterday's show, It's all of them are linked to below at DisruptMeister.com. This video is going to be at DisruptMeister.com. No matter what channel I'm on, it's at DisruptMeister.com. Okay, guys? So don't say you missed the show. They're all there. But yesterday, my brother was on the show with me, and it was a uh, – you got a unique perspective from a, a smart newbie. I, I, would, I would put it that way, and people enjoyed – uh, what my brother had to say about Bitcoin, and it's a very I, – I had a fun time with him. He's a good guy, and it's uh, it's linked to below. Watch yesterday's show. All right, 29 Bitcoin make you a millionaire. Now, let's start out since it's the Bitcoin noise show. Let, let me give you a new rule out there. There was some noise the other day. Well, this entire weekend maybe, starting Friday. Mt. Gox. Now, if you want to know what's really going on with the Mt. Gox settlement – I personally don't give a darn about the Mt. Gox settlement. I don't have it. I mean, I feel bad for the people who it, – it's a lesson, okay? You know, you never keep your – if people are still keeping their Bitcoin on exchanges after 2013, they're insane, but people are. But I don't care how it's said. I mean, I don't care how it's settled. I'm not in it. It's just dragged on and on and on. It's not Bitcoin. It has nothing to do with Bitcoin. I mean, there's some Bitcoin that maybe they hold over there, whatever. Whale Panda explains it. It's linked to below if you care. But why I'm bringing it up is this. Whenever the story rears its ugly head, I, I hope it goes away. That's what I hope. It will get settled one day. But since it keeps getting dragged on forever, this is the rule. Whenever there's a story about Mt. Gox, it might be positive. It might be negative. It might be neutral. You might not be able to tell what the heck it is. The price will drop a Bitcoin. That is just the way – that is the Mt. Gox rule, okay? The Mt. Gox rule is whenever there's a story that gets out there, again, and, and it's carried by a substantial amount of uh, publications, the price will fall. No matter – it will never rise. It will never rise. That is the rule of Mt. Gox. Now, it's again, it's a temporary thing, but it's just – that is the rule. So if you ever – you know, you're down and you're like, oh, why did Bitcoin uh, drop today? And then you see a Mt. Gox story. You're like, oh, Mt. Gox rule, and then you can be happy. <laughs> All right. It, it's it's silly at this point. It really is ridiculous. Um, there are dudes out there 
Obviously, they try to man- that try to manipulate the market. Remember, this game is not rigged. So whenever a Malcox story, they start selling. And other people start – others sell too. People have weak hands. They get freaked out by it. it. It's just something we have to deal with. That's part – it's where the big going. It's part of the ecosystem that is life. For those of you watching this live, I'm putting Saturday's show in the chat right now. Uh, and Paul says uh, – Paul Kane says, thanks for all the great work, Adam. Thank you, Paul. And I'm glad to see you here on the backup channel, you are a smart dude. If you know to, you know, you go to the backup channel. Some people, they don't get it. They, uh, they, they see, I missed the day on the, on the main channel and they're like, Oh, he must've, uh, he must be gone. No, you check out the backup channel. You check out the podcast only at sportsmeister.com. You never know. Um, I do extra podcasts sometimes I'm, and of course I do a TikTok every single weekday. And those are silly. Those are linked to below uh, also, or the latest one is linked to below. Completely ridiculous. Although there was someone from here that said hello over there. So hello. Now let's talk about this right wing. Uh, <laughs> you know, Coindesk covered, everybody covered this story. Alt-right group receives, received, uh, alt-right groups received $500,000 in Bitcoin a month before the Capitol riot. So there, there are people out there. Yeah, there are a lot of people that want to uh, hate on Bitcoin, and some of them might be in the government. Some of them might just be leftists or whoever, and they want to tie Bitcoin to extremism. They want to say Bitcoin is horrible. It's for terrorists. It's for bad people. Now, what happened was there was some guy in France who decided he was going to kill himself. All right. And I go, that, that's that's very sad. Don't suicide is not. I, I'm against that. I really am. Um, and of course, you know, we could go into different uh, if you're depressed. No, suicide is not the answer. Not the answer. Be, I'm so excited. We're going to talk about that in a second, how you can be so excited also and be just love this freaking life. But this guy, unfortunately, he took his own life. Now, he, he had Bitcoin. So, you know, as, as a parting present to the, to the world, he sent his uh, Bitcoin, a lot of it, to all these alt-right groups. Or, or I don't even know if they were all alt-right. The media labeled them alt-right. This French guy... He can send his Bitcoin to whoever he wants to because it's uncensorable. That's the thing. That's that's what you got to take out of this story, okay? He was not – they're trying to say he was funding the attacks. You know what? If some of these groups had guys at the at the rally or even at the riot, that doesn't mean this dude – that they used his money to, to fund it. This thing wasn't funded. It was a bunch of crazy people, a, a, a bunch of – some of them crazy – uh, a bunch of people ran into the into the Capitol and ripped things apart. Blah, blah. What what do you need funds for? Again, this guy five hundred thousand dollars to buy. Okay, there were some right wing groups that got money from this dude. They're trying to tie it in to what happened in the Capitol, and they try to say that the Capitol was a terrorist attack, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so the bottom line, though, guys, is that this French dude got his money to these groups. All right. Now, let's say he would have PayPal the money to them, to all these groups. And these groups, let's say most of them had nothing to do with this capital attack. But the government said, oh, all these groups had something to do with the capital attack. What would have happened to the money if it was PayPal? It would have been clawed back immediately. None of the groups would have had the money that this Frenchman sent them. 
And you know what? You might not like those groups, but that Frenchman wanted to say, there's no, it's not our business that some Frenchman, what he does with his money, okay? Who he sends his money to. We, the United States government should not be able to stop that. No, you shouldn't be able to stop it. So what? It's, but, but with PayPal, it would have been, it would have been stopped. And some of those groups, obviously they would have been completely, all of them, they would have been stealing from the groups. But I mean, let's say, let's call one group, group A. Group A, they say you were associated with the attack and they had nothing to do with the attack. But if the government said they had to do with the attack, if it would have been PayPal to them, uh, the money would have been taken back in a second, in a second. But there is nothing, there is nothing the United States government can do to, to take back that Bitcoin. Okay, so you might be disgusted by it, but Bitcoin doesn't care. This is where the big boys play facts over feelings. Pound that like button. And, and so what I'm describing what I'm describing, that is value. That is why Bitcoin is valuable because it, it cannot be clawed back. You, you can be vilified so much, they can do nothing. They can scream and cry and, and, and try to attach your reputation to things you did not do. But that French guy, the groups that he sent to, no matter what they did, they can't take the, they can't take it from him. They cannot take the Bitcoin from him. Unconfiscatable. And the French guy was not censored. He was not censored. He got it through there. All right. Now. Um, the, but with PayPal, no way or any way of uh, funds wired from one bank to another, they just, they just take it right back, take claw it right back. It's a, so there's a gym and, and there's a gym owner in New Jersey and Tone Bay's uh, tweeted about this. And I've, I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this guy before, uh, the gym owner in New Jersey, he's kept his gym open during this ridiculous, uh, virus panic. Okay. He's kept his gym open the entire time, and the state of New Jersey keeps on fining him for hundreds of thousands of dollars. I think it got up to 150. I don't even know what it got up to, but he remains open. No one has gotten sick at his gym. Oh, what a surprise! Young, healthy people working out. None of them got sick. Oh, wow! I mean, it's just it's complete common sense. But we live in a world where there is no common sense anymore. So I praise this gym owner. I praise him, but he made a big mistake. He, he's now considering cryptocurrency, and he should have considered it a long time ago. Well, the, the state of New Jersey, who he says he's going to sue eventually, and he will win. Eventually, he will win because what they're doing to him is wrong. But there's no reason for him to shut down. It, it's not a threat. to. It, it's completely ridiculous. It's government overreach. So this guy's got cojones the size of my big brain, okay? But uh, he, what happened to him is that the money that he has raised, because he's not charging any fees for the people using his gym – the money he's raised, he had in his bank account, and the state of New Jersey stole all the money. They stole the money from his bank account. They said to the bank, "Hey, bank, this guy's doing stuff that's illegal. Give us his money." And they gave him that. They, they they took his money, um, and they couldn't have done that with Bitcoin. All right. So that's the opposite of what happened beforehand. Okay. He, you know, he, he did a good thing. He did. A, he was doing good, but he trusted the banks. And the state stole from him. The state could not sell, steal if he controlled his own. If he had Bitcoin and he controlled his own private key. All right. So that that, that that's linked to, or that will be linked to below. There's someone out there following me named the Crypto Stripper. Uh, crypto Stripper on on Twitter. She looks like she's really a stripper, or maybe even beyond that. And that just shows you that if you're into those type of activities and you collect Bitcoin. Eh, it's something that they do. It's apparently something that they do. Now, I, I, a crypto stripper, again, she could go further than that. Now, I would not recommend that you pay for such activities because I'm talking about more than stripping, by the way. Um, the, the, you know, you should, well, you, you know, you pay for it either way, but I, I, 
use your skill with the ladies. Once you can go to bars again, well, it depends on what state you're in. Florida, you can go. But okay, the, the point is there's someone in the crypto stripper, and yeah, it's uncensorable crypto stripper. So uh, hello, if, if you're watching this, you follow me on Twitter. And I, I know if, if you go beyond stripping, I mean, that's your business. That's your business. And with Bitcoin, it's uh, they can't stop your uh, clients uh, from, from paying you or stealing your Bitcoin after your clients have paid you for your services, quote unquote. All right. And something I said the other, I was talking about Parler the other day. Parler is clearly the best competitor out there to, to big tech because it's the one that they took out. Has they Have they removed the BitChute from uh, Amazon servers? There were all sorts of videos on BitChute that were talking, that talk about uh, Q and all that ridiculous stuff. Uh, but no, they, they didn't shut down BitChute. They didn't shut down a lot of things. They shut down Parler and Parler is smooth. It really is a great competitor to Twitter and they will return Parler. If you go to Parler.com right now and I'm Bitcoin Meister there when they get back um, at, at Parler.com, they have a message that says, say they're going to, they're going to be back. Now what's going on in politics today. We're, go we're going to get back to this in a second, but I, I, I don't want to forget this. A CNN actually had a, a poll uh, that was asking the, the approval of the president and his approval rating at CNN is 34%. And that and CNN is very biased, obviously. There were other polls where he was his approval rating was the four in the 40s. But let's say it's 34% of the country. After all of what has happened, after all the screaming of terrorism, and he's this, he's that, and he's the other. Now I'm no I'm no big fan of his or whatever, but 34% of the country still approves of his job. Okay. That is huge. It's over a third of the country, and it's probably more than that. So they really some there's a silent a huge group of I, I mean some are silent but you can the Democrats can only push this so far okay I mean uh, these big media big or, or big tech if big tech keeps kicking everybody off if you're parlor you could serve 34 percent of the freaking country and dominate I mean that that's huge okay people are like well there there can't be a right wing Twitter and a left wing Twitter well yes there could I mean Twitter is going in that direction. And if they go in that direction, then they're like 34 percent of the country's hardcore Trump supporter, basically. I mean, that's uh, Parler will get a lot of people. Um, so just just throwing that statistic out there. Now, let's talk about Tether truthers <laughs> there. There Tether is in the in the noise, in the noise again. It's the news, the noise, whatever you want to say. Someone wrote an article. And it seems pretty fake. The article like the guy says, I thought Tether was gone. I thought it, that situation had been taken care of, but now I'm seeing that it's still out there and I've decided to sell my Bitcoin. <laughs> it's, just, it's ridiculous logic. And there's actually a guy that rips it apart. I am Tony Peng. I, I linked to him below. And you can see the article there. I'm not, I, I'm not even going to link to the freaking article. But I, I want to talk about Tether uh, and, and how I, you know, you shouldn't value your wealth in dollars. You shouldn't value your wealth in Tether. But I think Tether should exist. And I don't give a rat's tuchless if Tether isn't backed by anything. You know, the U.S. dollar isn't backed by anything. So if the Tether is doesn't have – it's not 100% backed by U.S. dollars, I don't care. If it's – I mean people are taking the risk, but how much of a risk is it? And what's it really got to do with Bitcoin except for Bitcoin traders? So let's read this. Oh, my God. Still Tether? Bitcoin will be $500,000 and you people will still be screaming about Tether FUD that will never pass. Come on. Got to up that game. That has to be something. There has to be something else. Something. Somewhere. 
some weak Bitcoin point you can pick. Got to think it's there somewhere. So yeah, these guys, like we saw Tether fight at 1,000, or we saw Tether fight at 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, now you know, 35,000. It'll still be at 500,000. I mean, it, it's been debunked many, many times. And, and as I said, this guy, Tony Peng, does a, does a good job. But uh, Nick Carter always does a great job. And some of these dudes that have debunked it are starting to lose their mind. They're like yelling at these people. Here, Michael said, and I'm going to get into it in a second. Michael Saylor says, rumor and speculation about, and speculation about stable coins, altcoins, exchanges, central bank digital currencies are irrelevant to rational investors holding Bitcoin as a store of value. And that is the bottom line here. That who cares about Tether when you are uh, some French guy trying to send your uh, Bitcoin to people that are uh, deplorables, okay? That has nothing to do with Tether. That has Bitcoin's value, people are trying to say, is because of Tether. No, no, no. It's because it's unconfiscatable. It's because it's uncensorable. It's because it's uninflatable. It's because it's a security truth machine. So, but, but let's still talk about Tether. Tether is better than the United States dollar, all right? It's better than the United States dollar for many people. Now, why am I saying? So it has value. If everyone believes the Tether story, that a Tether is worth a dollar, everyone has, agrees it. And all these people trading Bitcoin, all these people in the cryptocurrency, altcoins, whatever, they say, okay, Tether, the company says Tether is worth a dollar. It's worth a dollar. It's, it's very helpful for it to be worth a dollar. We can jump in and out and do all these fancy things and, and we can trade on these uh, exchanges that don't accept dollar deposits. And that's great. They believe it. And it is, and I'm going to explain to you why, even if Tether came out and said, you know what, we're back by nothing, that it would still be worth a dollar. All right. Because first of all, the dollar is back by nothing. I said that already. But let's say, you have your Koinami wallet. You have a Koinami wallet, and you you have Tether on that wallet. All right, you're some, and we've heard about this before that you're a Chinese businessman doing business with Russians in Russia. You sold them some stuff. I don't know what you sold the Russians, and they're going to pay you in rubles. You're like, no, I don't want rubles. I want yuan, and they're like, I don't have yuan. Well, okay, turn your rubles at your exchange into. Uh, into Bitcoin and the Chinese guy, no, I don't want Bitcoin because the Bitcoin price fluctuates. You give me something else. And he says, okay, I will give you Tether. Tether is worth a dollar. So when you go back to, when you get back to China, you could turn that dollar into anything you want to. And we're not going to have to deal with the United States banks. We're just dealing with this Tether thing. Okay. So there you go. That is the reason why Tether has value because you don't have to go through KYC at Bank of America or Wells Fargo or, or do all this nonsense to get on the dollar rails, okay? You've got a digital dollar, all right? You've got the equivalent – with, and you've cut out the United States middleman. You, it, it's just like you had a, a, a pile of freaking cash. Now, of course, there's some risk. There is some risk. I mean, Tether could claw back the funds if they wanted to. They're a centralized authority. But it's clear, it's pretty clear to me that, that Tether follows no rules. Tether is not regulated at all. They try to, they're worried about one day some guys with uh, the United States, uh, some security apparatus of the United States coming in and arresting them one day. I'm, I'm sure they that's, that's a fear of theirs. So they got to play the game a little bit 
there. But all other stable coins out there, I would not be shocked if some of them, all of them, are cheering this on and encouraging it and, and just want Tether to go away. But Tether doesn't have the bloat of all the paperwork, all the uh, all the regulations that it has to follow, that all these other, what, USD coin, all these other ones have to follow all this stuff, all this reporting, all this nonsense. I don't think any of the regulations should exist, okay? I've been very principled on that, okay? I don't, I don't change my mind. And so th- there are a lot of people that – they're just so worshipers of the government. They're such worshipers of the government that they don't even like that. They hear that there's an unregulated coin out there. And so they're like, that's horrible. It shouldn't exist. Okay. No, 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 no. It should exist. And, and then there's some people who are like, well, it's unfair that they get to print money out of thin air. So clearly if they're printing money out of thin air, that's bad for Bitcoin. That's, that's, that's why Bitcoin is, is doing so well. So Bitcoin and Tether are intertwined. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're taking it a step too far. Here, all right. You're taking it. You're, you're, you're taking it way. Let, let's let's go to reality here. And I'm going to link to that Coinami Tether wallet so you can see how easy this is. I mean, you could also have a wallet at some unregulated exchange like one of those ones in, in, in China. And then you just, you know, when you get back, you, you, you turn the uh, you turn the tether that the Russians gave you into whatever you want to change it into at the exchange immediately if you trust your tether wallet there. But that that's besides the point. Yes, these people are tether truthers, okay? They, they come up with all these conspiracies around tether, and it's it's nonsense. And uh, what I what – I, um, yeah. So let, let's see. They're printing a lot of tether, all right? People believe it's worth a dollar. They believe that story just like people believe the U.S. dollar story. Many people hold tethers for whatever reasons they hold them for. If people stop believing that, all of a sudden, will Bitcoin holders sell or will tether holders sell? Okay? So if for some weird reason – but as I don't see this happening. I see people believing the tether story because it's a good – it is a better than the dollar. It's better than the dollar. So it's worth a dollar. If they say it's worth a dollar, it's worth a dollar. It's better than the dollar. It doesn't involve the, the regulation of the United States of America whatsoever. And I don't think the United I think anybody should be able to print their own their own equivalent of the dollar. Okay. All right. And, and not try to counterfeit the dollar. Not, not, not print fake dollars, okay? But digitally say I'm creating an equivalent of a dollar, or I'm equivalent, I'm creating the equivalent of anything here. It's, so let the market decide. The free market – this is a free market experiment. It is clear. The free market demands. There is a great demand for a dollar equivalent that is not connected to the United States in any way. There, it is clear. That is how Tether – with all the Tether fund that's been out there, how it's been able to succeed because I think it's pretty clear. At their bank, they probably are not 100 percent capitalized. They probably are printing a lot of it. But – if it were to fall apart, what would happen? Would people sell their Bitcoin in panic or would they sell their Tether? And what would they sell their Tether for? But you can't sell your Tether for dollars. What would they sell their Tether for? They would all pile into Bitcoin. That would be – and that would be a good thing, okay? So there wouldn't be – if Tether went away tomorrow, all right, the price of Bitcoin would not drop because there would be no more Tether out there, all right? There would still be the same amount of, of people wanting it. For reasons that they want it for, for its unconfiscatable aspects and whatnot. All right, um, I mean, it's like it's like saying uh, the United States, the United States is about to print two trillion more dollars. 
is does that mean Bitcoin is worthless? Does that mean Bitcoin will suffer? Because clearly the United States just prints money out of thin air. So Tether prints money out of thin air. Who, who cares? United States, United States prints money out of thin air also. And there's a lot of that flowing into Bitcoin also. I mean, people, the bottom, people want something that they know is not going to be inflatable. And so they all flock to Bitcoin. So who cares what one country does with, with, their, with their dollar currency, what a private company does with their dollar currency? Who cares? Who cares? All right. So, yes, the current Tether FUD makes Chu Anon look reasonable, says uh, Nick Carter. Yes, that, that it, it is true. It, it's, it's almost to that point. It never ends. The FUD is a function of how mad people are about uh Bitcoin US dollar price. They need a reason to justify the rally in a way that makes sense to them. Yes. Yes. I think there's a lot of people that are just, they are no coiners. They are bitter and they're just looking for something, something to justify why this is a bubble, why, it, why this is, you know, they feel they've been cheated or something. I mean, they're losers. They could have gotten in on this too. They can still, they should compete instead of complain, but they complain. They're trying to spread this FUD, long live tether. And if it dies, I don't care either. But I, I love that in this day and age, anyone can print, anyone can make their own cryptocurrency. Compete. Don't complain. Let, let the markets decide. And clearly there is a market for a dollar coin that is completely unregulated and unattached to the United States. And Bitcoin doesn't give a darn about freaking Tether. All right. So let's talk about exchanges real quick and just how early we are in this. Um, oh, by the way, Derek says – would another government let digital currency equivalent stable coin be created? No. Well, some, most other governments are weak. Okay, so let's say uh, it, you want to create a digital rand, a, a South African rand. Why you would want to do that, I don't know why. Um, but the, the South African government couldn't stop it. They have no power. The United States is the most powerful government in the history of mankind, and the whole world has accepted our financial regime and we can do anything we want to in any country. If you're doing something that the United States thinks is illegal in the United States financially, they come after you. So no, most countries do not have the power to enforce uh, what the United States can enforce, the threats. I mean, the New York is suing Tether. It's, we have states that are suing Tether. It's, it's, it's insane. United States, leave these – leave – I love the United States, okay? I love that we have 50 states, and it's, it's a bunch of experiments. But at times, our federal government – well, many times, is federal government overreach. We have no business, no business uh, being the masters of every currency and every financial transaction on earth. The United States thinks it's privy to every freaking financial transaction on earth, and that's wrong. That is wrong. That, that That's a form of imperialism, if you want to call it. We have no – we have – it's such a waste of money. It's such a waste of time. The government should become smaller and not worry about what's going on in other countries uh, with their finances, and what people are doing. And they're going to say it's to stop terrorism. It's, it's always to stop terrorism. Always, always. It's such a – for the children. I mean, again, Bitcoin, you don't have to worry about those excuses anymore. The United States has no power to stop Bitcoin. And maybe that's why they're picking on Tether so much because it's, it is it's, – it's sent at some point. It is centralized. There are people somewhere they can throw in a cage somewhere. But but going back to your question, um, I mean, I mean, let, let's say someone make, try to make a Canadian dollar uh, 
digital Canadian dollar before the before Canada does their central bank digital currency. Yeah, Canada would be really angry. And if you were doing it in Canada, yeah, they would arrest you. But they couldn't if you're doing it in Japan or let's not say Japan, uh, but like in, I don't know, some South American country somewhere. If you're doing it in Bolivia, they're not going to be able to stop you. They're not going to be able to stop you. So uh, I, I don't think they should care. They should be flattered. They should be flattered that people, I mean, Tether, this is, I didn't even write this down, but that Tether is basing its everything it's about on the United States dollar shows that the United States dollar is the world reserve currency. It further cements the United States dollar as the world reserve currency, okay? That, 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 that there are private organizations out there that are saying what the United States says is a dollar is what we believe is a dollar. That is a dollar. That is we, – we are – I mean Tether is in, in a sense obeying the United States in one sense, saying a dollar is something that's important, and this is a dollar, and it's the world reserve currency. Um, so if some private organization were to pick, pick another currency, it would be very flattering. The, the, the other, the other countries should, should, should treat it as a compliment, not as a threat. But the United States treats it as a threat because the United States cannot regulate it and cannot claw it back and cannot decide if a bad guy got it or not. Um, and there is a demand for something like that. Because, and this, this is just showing you people, people that think that the dollar is on the verge of falling off uh, as the world reserve currency, you're wrong. I mean, again, Tether bases its whole existence on the United States dollar being the world reserve currency, and it's doing great. Um, the And then Roman Q says the real, quote unquote, alt-right are nuts. Yeah, many of them are. But if whack jobs couldn't receive Bitcoin, then it wouldn't be Bitcoin. Uncensorable. In, exactly. Pound that like button. Whack jobs, if whack jobs could not get Bitcoin. If there was a way of stopping whack jobs from getting Bitcoin, then it wouldn't be Bitcoin. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have value. It would be. It would be confiscatable. So yes, um, I, I, I get your uh, your point. And yeah, it's it's unfortunate that certain whack jobs um, exist. Don't associate with whack jobs. Okay. If you don't like what a whack job is saying, just don't don't deal with them. All right. Don't don't. Yeah, yeah. There were people at the. Uh, that, that stormed the Capitol, that were wearing disgusting shirts um, that that um, that talked about the, the Holocaust and, and stuff. And it was disgusting. Should they be thrown in jail because of that? I mean, I don't have to, I don't like them. No, I don't like them. But I, I, they shouldn't be silenced. They shouldn't be, you shouldn't lie about them. You shouldn't try to frame them. You should just say, hey, that person is a nut. That What they're saying about the Holocaust is a total lie. They, you know, these deniers of the Holocaust are disgusting individuals, but they should be they should be free to say what they what they think. OK, even if it's, it's total mumbo jumbo nonsense. And and guess what? You could send those people Bitcoin. And for me, if you send those people Bitcoin, it actually it makes me wealthier because I'm a Bitcoin holder. So, no, I, I am I happier that uh, that people are that the bad dudes, that insane people are getting Bitcoin. I'm not happy about it. I don't have anything to do with them. I call them out. I, I don't try to lie about them or uh, try or try to associate other people with them that aren't associated with them. There's this. There's all this nonsense. Let's be big boys, okay? Let's be big. That's what Bitcoin is all about. Is about being big boys. There are going to be crazy, insane people that hate you because you're Jewish. Okay, that's great. Let them let them exist. Okay, as if they're not hurting me, that's fine. Let them. Do whatever they want to darn do. If they're not hurting anyone, it's it's fine. And 
This is just uh, people have lost that. People, everyone's feelings get hurt all the time. And sure, if they're saying lies, say they're saying lies, you know, presented at everything, presented, but don't like demand some private organ, or don't demand the government say, no, you are banned. You cannot speak. You said something that was a lie, so you have to go do a job. It was hate speech. Sure, it's hateful speech, the stuff that they say, but it should be allowed. It, it should definitely be allowed. All the lies that, anyone wants to tell they can tell those lies let them tell their lies but you just calmly say what they are and you you push them into a corner you're not physically but people should use their freaking heads people should be smart enough to be able to tell let all the ideas get out there because what ends up happening is when you censor some of these insane ideas a lot of people think well they're being censored because that's the real truth why would it be hidden if 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 it wasn't true why are people going out of their way to hide all this stuff and you see, and that's that's bad. That's bad. That's why you. That's why let it all let it all see the light of day. And so I I had no problem um, with uh, you know with these uh, w- with platforms just saying you know whatever put whatever you want out there. Let the people decide. Let if you're offended, then block it. Then don't don't go there. I mean, you should guys like what was it like eight years ago on YouTube? You could find some of the most insane things ever. And it wasn't really, it wasn't helping spread their word. But once those guys got censored, yeah, then people became really hardcore militant about some of that stuff. Um, all right. So I, I went on, on a rant there about uh, <laughs> freedom of speech. But yeah, I'm, I'm a big freedom of speech dude. You can speak, uh, you know, it, it's fine. You know, uh, the most insane things about my religion you want to say, it's fine, say it, whatever. Let, let, if people are stupid enough to believe that stuff, they're going to be losers. They're not in motion. They're living in doom conspiracy worlds. Let them live in their own little conspiracy. Like there's all this uh, fake uh, concern trolling. Like, ooh, we shouldn't let these people live in these Q, these Q world. We need to re-educate them. Re-educate them. If they believe all that Q nonsense, let them believe it. They're not competing with you. They're living in their own little worlds where they think everything's, you know, everything's a conspiracy. What? They're only hurting themselves. Who cares? Why is you, why are your feelings hurt? Because they say things like that. Uh, the, the thing is, is because sometimes some of these crazy people, they do, they hit on some stuff like Alex Jones. Alex Jones used to say some, he said some wild stuff, but on the second amendment, he was a hundred percent correct. So there were plenty of people that used the, the, the Sandy Hook stuff to shut him up because they didn't like how he was generating publicity about you know the second amendment madness in the, in america how how there are plenty of people that want to take away your your guns which is wrong which is against the second amendment all right now we got let's let's go real quick to uh, my, my buddy big dave acres tweeted this out about be private you may remember be private crypto dividend and they they've had some issues with exchanges over 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 time okay they they got this um they're actually they turned off their chain, all right, because they're re they're they're resurrecting it. Okay, now they're resurrecting it. They've got some exchange called GravyX that um, apparently was still accepting deposits of B Private after the chain had been turned off. Somebody somewhere was still mining it, so it wasn't exactly really it wasn't B Private that was going to be reimbursed when the chain started again. It was like extra B private. And they they were warned this ex- exchange, not, you know, about the, that the, the chain was turned off and that 
after the snapshot was taken, if any coins were mined after that, those weren't legitimate coins. But they didn't close their deposits. And someone somehow, like, I think, added 300,000 uh, B private to this exchange. And so now this exchange says to B private, um, no, we're, we're not going to service you anymore unless you give us uh, 300,000 real B private. So they're extorting B private um, because of their own mistake. Uh, and this actually happened to the B private before. And it just, it just shows you, it's probably not just B private. This happens to these exchanges. I think these guys are in Russia. They try to extort altcoins all the time. I mean, that's just part of the business. They make a mistake and they're like, Oh no, give us something to correct the mistake. <laughs> so, uh, it's the wild, wild west out there. And, uh, just be careful with exchanges. If exchanges are willing to try to extort coins, I mean, they, they would obviously steal from you. <laughs> Some of them. So again, not your keys, not your coins. I will uh, link to uh, Big Dave Acres uh, Medium. I actually retweeted it already if you're watching this live, but I'll, I'll link to it below. So let's talk about ivermectin here. It is a, uh, a cheap pill. I, I forgot what it even treats for real. Um, has nothing... It, it was made a long time ago, obviously not for the, 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 the coronavirus, for something completely different. Is it, I, don't, I don't even know. But uh, the point is, is that uh, there were rumors, there have been rumors for a while and studies in other countries saying that it worked, that it stopped the virus and it prevented the virus. And it's really cheap. OK, it's really cheap. And j just I think this weekend, the CDC Said they went from saying you should not use this to being like neutral on it. All right. So here's the thing, dudes. <laughs> We've got these these very expensive uh, vaccines that are out there. All right. And a lot of people do not want these vaccines. You're hearing about these shortages. These short these vaccine shortages are either because of total mismanagements and inco incompetence, which is possible, but also the there are a lot of people that make a lot of money off these vaccines. And if you create a panic over a shortage, you're going to get people that maybe were on the fence that are like, you know what? I better get this thing now. I need it now. There's a shortage. I better get it. Dude, there, there, there are examples out there of people being contacted by hospitals. Like the hospitals are freaking begging them to take it. So don't believe this shortage thing. It might just be a marketing ploy, first of all. But with all of that in mind, I mean, because it, it comes down to freedom. There are plenty of young people, healthy people that want nothing to do with this. I want nothing to do with this vaccine. I will never, I never get a flu shot. I wouldn't want this shot. And even if, if international airlines say you can't get on my airline, okay, great. I won't go on your airline. I'll be in the United States forever. Then. Okay, whatever. Or I'll bribe someone to, to go across the border, which is easy for me too, because I have Bitcoin. But um, this, this ivermectin, it does work. It, it apparently it works on plenty of people, not maybe not on everybody, but if everybody in America got ivermectin, whatever this is, what you, some people call it a pandemic. All right. I'm not going to call it a pandemic. Whatever's been going on the last four months or last, excuse me, 10 months, 11 months now, this, this situation, it would end. Okay. It, it would end if everybody got a hold of this ivermectin stuff. All right. So I'll, I'll link to stuff 
uh, about this below. But also, the, the, the whole the vaccine distribution process is so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. There's no, from what I've heard, if you've already had, well, this is true. If you've already had the virus, there's no point in you getting the vaccine. There's no point. It's pointless. It's a waste. And you can get sick. Your body can overreact. You already have it, and now you're going to give it to a person who's already um, immune to it. There's there's some there's some uh, I don't know what you want to. I was going to call it a sickness. Some uh, effect that that happens to people that already had it that uh, that get that they get the the vaccine. Okay, there have been people that got sick. If they were already, it, it's just, it's just ludicrous. It could be like a double effect. All right, why why would you give it to people that are immune to it already? And, but 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 they're not even asking. They're not even they're not even saying that you know if you've already had it, don't get get the vaccine. That's not out there at all. That's not out there at all. They're not testing people to see if they had, they had antibodies beforehand. They're just you know if you want it, you get it. If you're one of the persons, I mean, there are old people. You know, they want to give it to everybody in a nursing home. How about the person in the nursing home already had it? And then you give it and there's a really nasty reaction because they had it and now you're giving it to them again. They had the disease. Now you're giving them, you know, uh, a toned down version of the disease, which, which is what a vaccine is. All right. So, um, yeah. Whatever. Okay. I want to say something about all the people that were uh, thinking that the, the army – you know, there was there were so many crazy theories out there about the election and that that Trump would have the support of the army and he could call he could do martial law in the army. The patriots in the army would come out and support uh, Donald Trump. Well, I, he, here's something that a lot of you might not know. And I didn't really think about it either. You know, the army is like the rest of the United States of America. There are plenty of people in the United in, in the army. They don't like Trump. They just they use the army as welfare. It's just a job to them. It's just collecting a check. Some of them are pissed at, at, at Trump because they didn't get to be sent to all different countries because he he decreased their, their footprint in, in different countries. You know, there there wasn't a new war. There are plenty of generals who are pissed at him that are like, well, I didn't get to I didn't get to get my next star. I didn't get to get my raise for for doing for being in battle or whatever you know whatever uh, whatever they're paid for, whatever incentives they have. There are a lot of people that didn't fulfill a lot of incentives because the army. What uh, wasn't given new missions and stuff, and so and there there are plenty of people who just joined the army for a check. They might uh, they they don't necessarily need to like Trump. They don't necessarily need to be blindly loyal to the commander in chief. There are the divide in the country that you see. You know, that it, Trump is very polarizing. He's just as polarizing in the army. So it's it's crazy to think that uh, generals and and regular army people in mass. Will all of a sudden go and uh, I don't know take over the election process or, or something crazy like that? Whatever people were thinking, no, I mean it's, it's just as likely that, uh, that they would they would come out and, and overthrow him, have a coup against Trump. Which and both are very unlikely because most of the people in the army they're just collecting a check. It's just a job. It's just welfare. Um, they're hired guns. They have loyalty to no one at all. And by the way, I want to say this: there are plenty. There are plenty of patriots in the army. There are plenty of them. They're they're good guys. I'm not saying everybody in the army is bad, but it's a government job. It is a government job. And you know, there's plenty of people in the post office that hate Trump. There are plenty of po- people in uh, the FBI. They, so why not in the army? Why not in the navy? Why not in this, that, and the other? 
So uh, there's a lot of people that have some misconceptions about uh, you know how things could have gone down. No, no, the 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 army wasn't going to save your day, wasn't going to save your Trump or anything like that. Um, That people the army aren't uh, not they're they're not necessarily uh, super patriotic or anything like that. Uh, What do we have here? Marco says uh, I was just talking to a friend about about this last night. When they censor people and makes their lives more intriguing. You see, there you go, dude. That strategy backfires every time. Pound that like button, Marco. You are absolutely right. It does. It, it really does. When these people get censored, it makes them more intriguing. And it, it, it really gets some extremist people in, interested in them that might have never been interested in them. And their little core group gets extreme and they have more power over a little core group. And it's just it's it's bad. It's bad. You let all them you let them all to the light of day. Everybody sees what kooks they are and they don't get the they don't have that uh, intriguing aspect to them. All right. And you also said that perhaps social media should be tribal like bars or coffee shops in real life. Well, I mean, it's already it's, it's, it's getting there. It's it's you know, there's going to be a right wing and a left wing social media and uh it's unfortunate. There's just a lot of people that can't take dissenting opinions. So some of these private organizations are kind of they're picking one side. They're like, okay, we're we're going to go with the left, and they're going to they're going to butter our bread, hopefully. But I, I think it's a bad idea. I think the people that are really open, they they'll get everybody. Okay. Um, all right. Good evening. And okay, so we got one more thing left here. I'm just seeing if there are any other questions. Pound that like button, everybody. Uh, all right. And, and here, our, our, uh, Army officers all have college degrees, which means they're mostly socialists. Okay. Uh, I was an Army officer. I would know. Woo-hoo-hoo. Uh, there you go. Our, I, I'm gonna, I'll defer to you on that one. I was going to say mostly socialist seems like that's that's a big, that's a big statement. But, dude, if you, if you were there, and uh, I'm sure quite a few are. Quite a few are socialists and quite a few are happy that Biden will become president and they'll get more checks. They'll get more socialist checks. So so there you go. I mean, there's plenty of incentive for people in every government field to to like Joe Biden and just say, oh, I'm glad Trump's gone. Yeah. If if there was any uh, if there was any behind the stuff, seen stuff about, uh, you know, with the election, if there was election corruption, that's great. (laughs) I'll get to get a a Biden check now. (laughs) Who cares about the. uh, you know, the, the validity of the United States government. I don't, I don't care who I, I just want my check. There's plenty of people that value their wealth and welfare dollars that much. Uh, so yeah, they're okay. Very, very interesting observation there. All right. Thank you. All right. So last thing that I'm going to talk about the other day, I heard the song. I'm so excited by the pointer sisters and it really pumped me up. I'm going to link to that video below. And amazingly enough that, sh- that they made that song in 1982. It's almost 40 years ago now. Wow. And it's, it's, you know, it's stood the test of time. The video is pretty hilarious. Also, there's one point where these people are just chugging some champagne out of the middle of the, of nowhere. And it just like brought me back to like parties I used to have and stuff and stuff I used to do, uh, you know, in, in the previous decade that, that just passed. No, well, not, not, no, in, in the uh, 2000s, right? The previous decade was the teens. I didn't, I partied hard at the beginning of the teens, um, but, uh, I, I had some pretty legendary parties in, uh, you know, 2010 and 2009. I had some, yeah, but, but it, it just, 
even though it, this video takes place in 1982, it should pump you up. Um, it should pump you up, get you excited. It's it's a happy song and it's it's kind of corny, uh, but I, I I enjoyed it and it really put a big smile. It's putting a big smile on my face right now, and it's just uh, just how how happy life can be. You should be so excited about life, and and you should be uh, not just about partying, but I mean just so excited to be alive. And uh, as I said in the middle of the, at the beginning of the show, it's unfortunate you know that some people get so down and out. That they feel like they got to end it all. Watch that video. Maybe, maybe you know, it's the little things in life that maybe uh, can make you. Uh, maybe that, that's the first step in, in changing your ways. If you're a little bit down and out, um, and I, as you know, I, I'm a dude who cherishes every day, every second. I love freaking life. I love this golden age. I love Bitcoin. That's the end of the show. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it. Woo! All right, I'll see you guys. Found that like button. New show tomorrow, probably on the main channel. Bye-bye.